0: To the Digging Dexter podcast Podcast with Victor Victor! and uh, Marissa Mikhail. Hello and welcome, fellow dark passengers. This is Victor Rubio of the Digging Dexter podcast, and here just to give you a little update of what's going on with the podcast, I know. Uh, quite a few of you have reached out to me regarding season 6 And continuing the podcast and whatnot um, And to just give you guys just sort of a, an update of sorts This is both a great day and a sad day in my life um, I guess I won't bury the lead here But uh, in terms of the podcast and in relation to me and you, the listener Me and Marissa are having a A motherfucking rolling, poly, chubby, cheek shit machine Are you kidding me? which means a lot of things have changed in my life since you probably last heard from me and since you've definitely heard last from Marissa as well. Um, over the course of time, uh, if, if if you <laughs> if you just want to know what's up with the podcast, I am ending it um, and I'm going to explain why, but if that's all you're really here for, you could sort of uh, get out of the episode now and that's basically just what this little uh, update is about, but I if you followed my little journey in podcasting I really started with digging six feet under that's something I created and I I entered this world of podcasts I've made some really good friends off of it and um you know that was my real passion digging Dexter was something great for me and Marissa and just sort of lost interest over time um you know, my, my prime quote unquote was digging six feet under and digging Dexter just sort of became something I wanted to do. And then once Marissa backed out, it, it became really hard for me to still have like the passion to do it. Um, it's really hard to do something when you don't really have passion behind it. So, you know, I did that season five and holy shit, that was a lot of work, but you know, I started season six and I was just like, this just feels like a chore. This is not even fun. And on top of it, like you really, when you, when you start to analyze this show, like, like I do for the podcast, it becomes hard work because it's kind of really bad. And you've kind of talked about the, you know, you sort of, you keep hitting the same talking points for, you know, let's say season four, 12 episodes. So, what is that? Forty eight episodes, and then digging De- uh, season five was two episodes, so fifty episodes. You kind of keep hitting the same points, and there is not really anything fun about it. But you know, if I had done digging Dexter first, and didn't do and you know, and then went to digging six feet under, things may have been different. Um, so you know, my, I've really lost the passion for it, and obviously, um, you know, Marissa, where. We're deep into our pregnancy, and you know your your interest just changed, and so I'm I'm kind of sad and happy. Sad, sad that the podcast is ending, obviously happy I'm about to be a father. Um, I do want to kind of leave you off with what I thought of the final three seasons, just so you know. You you kind of I, I would hate if I was if I was in your shoes as the listener. I would hate to follow the journey for five seasons. And have no idea what they thought about the ending. Because you just sort of, you start to care about what, you know, what did they think about the end. And I don't want to leave you off. So I'm just going to give you like real quick cliff notes of how and what I thought. Um, This way, (laughs) whatever. Uh, Again, like I said, you could cut the podcast off right now if that's all you care about. But let me sort of give you um, just my quick cliff notes on the final three seasons. And let's just go forward. Um, you know, it's funny, too. I, we, we had a, a friend reach out. Um, I'll just call her Jennifer P. I'm sure she knows who she is. And she really got me inspired to, to start back up season six. And, and I swear on that night, I watched the episode. I did notes. I did notes on the first two episodes. And I never got back to it, um, which sort of really let me know my passion was sort of done with podcasting in general. Um but let me let me reach let me uh, just my, my quick cliff notes on the final three seasons. And if you've listened to me, you know where I stand with a lot of this, but let me um, I'll just run through it. Uh, I think season six was kind of terrible. started out strong because it sort of brought back a lot of season one memories and and the feeling of season one. But I think it really crashed at the end. Uh, I think the Geller twist was really badly drawn out. And it didn't have the impact it. I think the show thought it would. Um, and, you know, the, the whole ending, I'm talking with the Travis showdown, uh, when he's on top of the building, and them not being able to see, you know, Travis go in or Tr- Dexter come out with Travis. Just real head-scratching stuff. Um, and, and, and sort of, I think, a lot of season six was just sort of fluff just to get to the real impact of season six, which was Deb catching Dexter. Uh, which leads me to season seven. Um, I think I was the most hyped to watch the season seven premiere. Like, I, that was a day I was counting down. I, I remember being at my television Sunday at 9 p.m. just waiting. There was huge. What the hell is going to happen next? And the trailers absolutely nailed it. And you could definitely feel the the, the change in tone of the show. Um, you had Ray Stevenson coming on board. The Bay Harbor Butcher case opening back up. They really, like, set lar- They are re- grand expectations of what the season Um, and and I think and I've repeated this a lot this definitely could have benefited from a 10 episode season because there was a lot of filler in season seven but overall I loved season seven I loved the the shift in tone of the show Um, you know but it also suffered the same consequences of everyone suffers consequences except Dexter you know Hannah going to jail, Dev having to kill LaGuardia, and then Dexter just sort of skates off. And it's even like illustrated to us in that season eight opener where Dexter is just like, Yeah, I'm living my best life. Life has never been better. My son's playing soccer and everything is great. And it's just like, What the hell? <laughs> Why does Dexter never take a hit? Uh, and then one more thing about season seven I, I do love the way it closed out with the New Year's party and. and you know, I remember the writers had said that the the theme of Season 7 was the consequences of love. And, you know, you sort of felt that, whoa, which totally reminds me. I don't know what they meant to do with the Deb loves Dexter thing. Um, I was for it, meaning you're going to present that idea. Okay, you just uh, uh, flush it out. Make it have some impact. And instead, it just felt really... Like what are we doing here? Like they they love it and they want to take it back and, and I just it, it it I was all for it because it would make I I get the idea of why Deb would love Dexter as a brother and maybe more but they just didn't um I, I'm forgetting the words here which is terrible to do for a podcast they didn't execute it correctly so it just kind of made it real messy um, and I know it's because he had to go onto other he had other acting commitments but the lewis you really thought there was some huge connection and i remember listening to the one of the the dexter podcast that the actor who played lewis which i forget his name maybe lewis green had to go on he had another commitment um acting wise so they had to um sort of write him off the show um as for season eight i feel like we kind of knew what kind of shit season we were getting when it opens with them just completely glossing over LaGuerta's death um when you look at it as a whole, you know, the fact that still no one points the finger at Dexter is laughable by Season 8. But we we have seven seasons of this. We know the formula by this point. Um, you know, bring in Vogel, the brain surgeon, which was Vogel's son. Uh, I honestly think it was fine. Kind of weird for a final season villain slash storyline. But if you weren't going to have Dexter on the run being chased by Miami Metro, I suppose this is an okay storyline. There are some really bad moments in season eight um and it just really felt like they they were phoning it in just got real lazy but i do remember you know watching the finale i was like okay this isn't so bad if they can nail the ending uh know, if i was talking about the show live if you would have got my immediate reaction after the finale i was somewhat okay with it but it just left like a hollow feeling inside of me and then, like, the next day you woke up and, and you just sort of think about it. And it's like, wow, that really was a shit way to end the show. Um, just It just really felt empty. And the whole lumberjack thing, it just, I don't know, nothing connected. It just almost seems like they just went with their first idea. Uh, something that I always loved that of Breaking Bad, Vince Gilligan, always said, like, we go through all of our, like, we even get the bad ideas out of the way. And just so we can get to the good idea. Um and like I feel like Dexter just went with the first thing they thought of. Um so what else do I have in mind. I'm sorry, I'm reading my notes and I'm going off the top of my head here. Um oh yeah, it's weird to say the only thing they did right was kill off Deb. It felt very dramatic and it was earned. Um but I'll never be able to shake out that empty hollow feeling that season 8 left with me. Um so that's sort of just my thoughts on the final three seasons. Um, there's too many people to thank for this podcast. Uh, I've spoken with a few people over the past few months and there's probably so much more. It's just, I'm just going off like recent interactions. Um, and I was messaging with some, some fellow David across the pond. Uh, Amy hit me with a nice parks and rec recommendation. And I can't believe I never watched that show. Thank you to Amy. Um, Jennifer P., who I talked about. Uh, Janet, I'm sure you've heard a lot about her. Zach, which I feel like he's basically, uh, you know, the the executive producer of this podcast. And there's a lot more. Um, I'm just going off recent interactions. Um, Rich Hilton. Um, there is... I can't thank you all enough. You, you've, you've made this short little ride fun. Um, I apologize for baiting you with five seasons and then just backing out but my life just changed uh my interest changed you 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 caught me at a bad time in my life in terms of i was really into it and then all of a sudden i was really not into it and i apologize for that i have this swimming idea in my head if someone wants to take over the podcast so we still get all the feed and i could give you my rss feed and i'll let you take over and pump out these final three seasons Email me. Uh, maybe we can work something out. You know, I, it's all paid for, the podcast, so you wouldn't have to put any money into it. But someone who's going to make a commitment for the final three seasons, that would be so great. If not, um, folks, uh, thank you all. Be kind to each other. Be safe. Fucking wear a mask. I can't believe we're in this weird world. And I guess that's it. If you follow me on social media, thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah, I don't know any any good way to end this. It's sort of a, a bittersweet day. It's, it's awesome. I'm going to be a dad. I'm naming my son Harrison. I'm just kidding. But also, I kind of have to say goodbye to the podcast world. Um, but if you follow me on social media, great. I'll see you on there. Maybe if they do a Dexter reboot, maybe I'll hop back on. Uh, all right, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thanks for all your messages. Thank you for everything. You've all been awesome. And with that... Remember the monsters. Huh?